Yo, 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 yo. Hello, yo, Eric. Yo, Hello, yo. Breadheads. Breadheads, what it do, baby? Another T-dog. episode of Think Fresh. Thinking and stinking fresco. Dude, I am stinking right now. Really? Um, stinking, smelling good, though. Not Never bad. Um, that is that is right. You are always smelling good. Always smelling like, is it Smargella, right? Sailing day. I've been day? doing uh, sailing day. A little bit of beach walk as well, but oh, I'm overdue to like. Ever since my Aesop Marrakesh ruler got crushed in a ski accident, um, the court case has not been thrown out yet. Peltra's on the stands. I will. <laughs> uh, I should probably get a new roller of that because that is the just the best I ever feel. What's the Drake line? It's like smelling good, living better. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I'm hoping you have Gunna's lawyer on the case because you'll mm-hmm. be out of there in no time. Um, that would be helpful. Yes, yeah, yes. absolutely. Wow, Ty. Um, fuck, what a beautiful Tuesday. Um, it's nice and sunny here in Vancouver. I ran into you yesterday. Yeah, out, that was, was really exciting. In the city. Eric <laughs> was the cycling. City. i was cycling i think that's the first time you've seen my bike outside of my bedroom which is kind of cool yeah i don't know what kind of kink uh led you to like having a a a road cycle in your bedroom by your bed (laughs) full time never leaving but Mm -hmm. uh it's called having a it's called having a small but perfect location apartment tie Mm. and that's what I had to do, you know, before because my bike is too expensive to put in a, any kind of bike room. As you know, bike rooms are, it's just a petri bucket for um, thieves, you know? Right, right. Some people it's, shove their money under their mattress. Some people keep keep a Glock in their bedside table. But you, my friend, you my sleep. Rari. You keep your enemies <laughs> close and your, your, your like 10 speed cycle closer that's right ty my road bike um yeah dude that that storage room downstairs is it's kind of like the lettuce bucket you know it's like you just reach in and take whatever you want and mm. you can do that any number of times and it doesn't matter there's no consequences there's... no one will no one will ever beef up the security it's just no, not gonna so, happen it's not in the strata budget storage lockers are the very last thing anybody's going to care about. And honestly, if you stole things from a storage locker, no one would even care because no one's even looking in them. These storage lockers, like in my building, I've looked at them. They're like filled to the brim and I've never seen anyone even open them. Like, <laughs> exactly. I know where the bodies are buried. It's in the parkade. Mm-hmm, exactly. Someone's going to steal your winter collection and mm-hmm. you won't know until it's uh, October. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, dude, we're going to be full season. And I'm not going to be able to get a fit off. <laughs> that would really suck if you seasonally swapped your clothing from your closet to your storage. And then like one, you know, cold night in October, you go down. It sounds like a Drake song. But mm-hmm. you go down there and you realize like, oh, fuck, I'm screwed. All my jackets are gone. Mm-hmm. October's very gone. Well, that was weak. But yeah, you're right. You were uh, uh, <laughs> marinating on that one a little too long for how bad it was. Yeah. Damn, dude. All good. Get all some good. Moldy spots on that one. That's okay, Ty. We're only four minutes into this brilliant episode. We're just warming up. Gotta um, do some we're just, stretches. We're, <laughs> we're <laughs> plopping this full on into the toaster and we're hitting quick toast. Choo. Choo choo. Beep, beep, beep.
can you run back the intro song again? <laughs> oh yeah, let's just let's uh let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> yo yo yo. And we're back. Welcome to another episode of Think Fresh, guys. It's Hell a yeah. beautiful Tuesday. I ride bicycles, Ty is walking. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, T and E have been reborn again. That's uh, right. Dude, breaking news in the world of Subway. May I share it with you? <laughs> wow oh yeah sure let's do it okay this is this is new on the scene apparently in some states as of like this week colorado a few others subway employees are now considered tipped employees now i don't know who's tipping them but subway has changed the like vernacular around this (laughs) which is very problematic as an artist because if you are considered a tipped employee in the United States, I don't really understand the United States because in Canada, this is not the case, but federal tipped minimum wage is like two bucks an hour, which Mm -hmm. is criminally low. And Mm. if you're a tipped employee, you are allowed to be charged that much because the expectation is part of your wage will come from the tips. Now you can understand how this is blatantly problematic because nobody in the world has ever hit that tip button at subway so sandwich artists are in a bit of a pickle they're they're in the pickle <laughs> bucket right now <laughs> damn that's that's actually that's horrible news time this is an attack on you know our beloved sandwich artists because there's no way in hell they're gonna be making more than two dollars an hour anymore um and one thing you just said really fucking stood out to me but you said that this not is not the case in Canada. So, like, are you saying that sandwich artists are normal, like, hourly wage employees in Canada? Or did you say that this, like, tipping wage law isn't in, in Canada at all? This tipping wage law doesn't exist whatsoever in Canada. We just have a minimum wage of, I don't know what it is, uh, but wow. you cannot go lower than that. That's considered the men- the true minimum. So if so, you're tipping your sandwich artists in Canada, you are you are getting them above the poverty line. Not only sandwich artists type, but also like that bottle girl <laughs> at any given Yale Town club mm-hmm. is already making decent money. So when like they try to shame you into tipping because like, oh, I, I make all my money on tips, they're actually just uh pulling your leg, tie. Yeah, totally. They're getting they're getting oh. a very taxable bag from their employer. But sandwich artists now <laughs> We are really, it's ironic that they, like, uh, the sandwich artists will never be the starving artist type because they are surrounded by unlimited vegetables. So they can truly <laughs> not starve. We don't have to worry about that. They'll, there will always be a meal for a sandwich artist, but it is criminally low in my, from my perspective to re- allow a sandwich artist to rely simply on tips or should we call it commission for their artistic endeavors? Hmm. Um, because honestly, no one's no one's thinking about that after they just watched the sandwich artist mutilate what could have been a beautiful <laughs> twelve inches of sandwich right in front of them—a <laughs> massacre. It had potential, Ty. The sandwich had potential. Everything was in place, but it just wasn't executed on. Mm-hmm. So, I'm pretty worried about this. I, I'm. There's one of two things. We're either going to witness now a sandwich artist fallout. Uh, mm. We will have a, a the supply will severely be un the demand will be unmet by the supply of sandwich artists as they flee north to Canada to escape this new law. Um, 
mm-hmm. draft dodgers of a new kind. Or perhaps, yeah. Eric, sandwich quality might go down as the artists that are still there give up. Maybe it'll go up. Maybe sandwich quality will go up as now they're working for their tips. I doubt that, though. <laughs> the most likely possibility is <laughs> they will attempt to unionize and then all get fired by big way. And then Subway will employ a brand new legion of either AI artists or um, f- freshly arrived immigrants. Who knows? <laughs> Ty, you really just hit D all the above in the Scantron mm-hmm. because you left me with no other takes. <laughs> dude, yeah, sorry. I, I took them all out from under you. Just, you just listed every possible outcome like it's uh, everything everywhere all at once. <laughs> yeah. Every, <laughs> dude, every, every, there, every, every bucket has been empty. There's mm-hmm. no, no more possibilities here. But my question to Eric is which one is more likely? Mm-hmm. That is a great question. And find out on episode two of everything everywhere all at lunch. Nice. Nice. Um, I think to answer your question though, I think um, the most likely outcome of this was, is that they are going to go and strike Ty. The sandwich artists are going to strike and they are going to refuse creating any new art. And mm. they're going to take the Ed Sheeran approach tie. They've been, attacked legally for Mm -hmm. their artistry and they're quitting or said fuck this i'm done i'm retiring i'm hanging up the the gloves i'm hanging up the bread knife i'm over it (laughs) wow they would just walk away from their life's work like that Mm -hmm, exactly they're going on a hunger strike (laughs) damn well this is this is a i would call this a crime of passion because it is a crime (laughs) to pay them this low and like all artist types, they were probably quite passionate about their work. So it must really be hard to walk away from this particular job. Yeah, it must be. You have to clock out. And um, for those who work service jobs like this, you all know we have to clock out and clock in within three minutes of your starting time. Is so, that the rule? Three minutes? It was for me back in the deli days, Ty. It still haunts me to this day. Um, that's why when, uh, you know, when, when we're with a guest and they don't join until three minutes late, I always get real nervous that they won't join at all. Mm -hmm. There's probably a threshold there, right? Makes Mm -hmm. sense. It's like if you walk into a subway and three minutes pass before the artist stumbles out of the back room, like you should probably just leave. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing good could be happening back there. Absolutely not. Um, this sucks. So, so what are sandwich artists making? Do we know? Or does it depend on the franchise? It probably depends on the state, whatever the federal tipped minimum is. In Colorado, I believe, where this is like breaking is $2.13. Yikes. I can can get you like two two inches of sandwich an hour. Like your Subway sandwich, if they have a a tip-free day, they can barely afford Mm -hmm. one foot long by the end of their shift. That's whack. Mm -hmm. They're not getting any signature sandwiches. Yeah. Even with the coupon, you can't even get a six-pack of cookies. No, definitely not comboing up. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that is Dude, crazy. There is one more option, uh, a little bit nefarious. This is option E if you're mm-hmm. keeping track. Um, mm-hmm. Sandwich artists must take it on themselves to acquire tips by any means necessary. And that might mean that might mean withholding vegetables and sauces from the patron 
until they are guaranteed a tip along with them. Imagine mm. you say, could I get some extra tomatoes? And they say, it's going to cost you, buddy. <laughs> and then we'll do a little like under the counter kind of transaction to really maximize my veggies. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I mean, the only, only bad thing about that tie is that we live in a customer's economy. <laughs> so if you're the customer, you are always right in this world. And I think that's the worst possible thing to happen to capitalism, <laughs> really. <laughs> like, you're really going to let dumbass customer tell you what to do? <laughs> I think the customer is right, is like the ethos of capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Like it's the worst thing to happen to it because it's it sucks now. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, though, there would be no capitalism. <laughs> that is capitalism, Eric. They're synonymous. Just... <laughs> I know, <laughs> That's what and I'm saying free it markets sucks are because of this. And it I'm does saying, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm saying it's uh, it's the same thing about like driving a Ferrari. Like you, the worst part about driving Ferrari is the mileage you get on it per tank. Mm. But that doesn't mean. I'm not going to do it. You know what I mean? It's true. That's the same thing with capitalism and being right as a customer. Just because you are a customer doesn't mean I want you to open your mouth and talk. Shut mm -hmm. up. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> okay. I don't want your fucking, I don't want your substitutions or allergies. Okay. I don't mm -hmm. care. <laughs> don't, don't tell me your commentary on the color of the lettuce. Yeah. I don't exactly. need to hear that. <laughs> you can see it in the artist's face every time me and you bring that energy to the line. They are, they're mm -hmm. not there for it. No, they don't want to conduct business with a couple silly geese, but I kind of get that. Um, you know what it is, though, Eric? It's because the model of the customer is always right. Assumes the customer is like, that means we, the collective, all of humans are one customer. And that one customer, if you think about the worst person you know, the worst taste, like they are also the same customer as you in that case, which means that the taste level of all people the median taste is probably 50 percent, like average which means that like the customer loves just like mediocre things mm -hmm. oh absolutely this is a given so, i mean you look so, around ty and you know people are driving toyotas oh damn <laughs> you didn't have to shoot for me like that <laughs> Dude, they're also biking places. Crazy. <laughs> we invented cars so long ago and you're on a bike, idiot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, physical activity is very norm core of me. It is. But everything's norm core because everything is selected by the customer. Think about the like the what's something that you didn't have an exact choice over. Like <laughs> look look around you the building. You didn't choose that window pane. I bet that's the most average window pane behind you that has ever mm. existed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably economics of scale, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's like this bad. one's this one's the most affordable because they made it for every single building in the world. <laughs> mm -hmm. And if I want something yeah. that's like curved glass, kind of like the Apple campus, you know, I got to shell out like five million for a set of windows. Yeah, dude, yeah, they're bespoke. And I th but I think this is kind of the draw of Subway at the end of the day is they are. It's the best of both worlds. They obvious economies of scale, 44,000 plus locations. So they can offer like the most mediocre like slice of salami you've ever had. So you have that like appeal to the masses, but then you layer on the bespoke arrangement or curation of meat and vegetables allows you to make it precisely what you need. That is like 
kind of a conflict of interest, you know, two sides of the same spectrum, absolute uh, customization and absolute mediocrity from me- mediocrity from scale. But Subway allows you to hit both ends perfectly. Isn't that mm-hmm. kind of crazy? Not a lot of businesses can say they do that. Yeah, it is pretty impressive. And I think it boils down to offering many different ways to have the same ingredients, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like I'm really going to make like, there's literally like five different Italian subs in on the menu, all with the same ingredients, all different names. And mm. why are there five of them? I don't know. Dude, I don't know either. You're really just eating the name. Like, whatever name appears like you're like you see the word meatballer and you're like hmm, get in me i'll get i'll get 12 inches of that meatballer <laughs> yum <laughs> yeah dude and it's 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 bad Ty. it's real bad <laughs> it's really bad it's all in the name man uh it's too bad that's so, why uh we put so much pressure and consideration into our episode titles yeah exactly (laughs) absolutely we spend at least 15 minutes after recording to figure out what we're going to call this monstrosity Mm -hmm. i usually Um, spend most of the time with my head in my hands crying (laughs) that happens like the the night of for me Mm. (laughs) you know when i like reflect on my day that's when i usually hang my head low um but ty i want to talk about our chance encounter yesterday oh yes 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 we started with this the chance encounter you're on your bike i walk by you i say hey eric you you... actually it was a much more harrowing sight uh if i can just paint the picture for the breadheads (laughs) go for it so i'm uh at this point ty i've been playing playing tennis with bay you know i mean we packed up our bags with our tennis stuff and Midway through our long two-hour match, we realized we're not going to make it through this. In this heat, on an empty stomach, mm. there's no way. we got to stop and get some, no. some snacks going. So we biked Hell over yeah. to Sushi Tree <laughs> over in uh, Coquitlam. And... Dude, Sushi Tree makes no sense. The sign just says <laughs> tree. You were When I saw you, you were just standing in a restaurant called Tree. <laughs> like, what is this I know. whole foods the... bullcrap? <laughs> I know <laughs> this tree hugging uh, shit right here. Yeah, dude's no, yeah. dude. There was um, there's like a paper sign that says tree. Mm. And there's a neon sign that says sushi, and then another neon sign that says to go. But on dude, Google I didn't, Maps, I didn't see the sushi one. I just thought you were like in there, like cranking your own peanut butter or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm tapping the sap out of the wood here, mm. um, but you know, obviously, I'm in my gym clothes. I'm I'm sweaty. I'm very stinky, mm-hmm. much mm-hmm. like the bottom of the tuna bucket. Post toast BMT <laughs> is where I was going to go with it, but yeah. <laughs> the like smelling like ranch water. Mm-hmm. Um, I turn around and I see Ty outside the business. <laughs> just like <laughs> I don't even know how to describe that maneuver you did. You're <laughs> just like waving frantically. And I go, oh, oh shit, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> we are so back. We are yeah. so back, baby. Episode 243. Hell yeah. I open the door. Ty's standing outside. He's like, what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what to do at that point. I'm like, wait, what? Did we, were we supposed to hang out? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, do we have plans tonight? <laughs> yeah. but, uh, no, dude. I 
I was walking by tree when I saw <laughs> Eric's Bay. eBay is what I call it for short, uh, like like the software. Um, and then I realized, oh, I should go say hello. And that's when she revealed to me, oh, Eric's inside getting a giant sushi roll. <laughs> and then I like look up and it says tree. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, and then you turn around to leave. And that's when I thought, I should jump scare this this fucker. So I was tr- <laughs> when you spotted me, I was trying to hide behind a wall. Oh, shit. <laughs> so I caught you in the act. You caught me in the act. Yeah, wow. busted. If I had if I had tipped at the sushi restaurant, then I wouldn't have seen you. So I'm so happy I didn't tip because that mm-hmm. means I got to transact quicker. And then I caught mm-hmm. you in the act. Totally, Apple Pay <laughs> saves yet another victim from this. Exactly. Um, yeah, dude, this place is kind of kind of awesome. They just sell like giant pieces of sushi and <laughs> just like just a like single piece of, of maki. Just like it's like the size yeah. of like an espresso cup. <laughs> yeah. It's like a ball of rice wrapped with bean curd. And then you mm. can choose what kind of topping you want. So I got I got salmon three ways. <laughs> Do you want to hear well, about the, the three tell ways? Tell me all I got the ways. The <laughs> yes. Yes way. Um, I got the teriyaki salmon the aburi salmon and then the spicy salmon Ooh, and which one was the winner i want to say the spicy because i had a little nice little tang to it mm, i do like a little bit of heat and so do you that's <laughs> why you're always loading up the um sriracha mayo and shit on your foot long <laughs> all the pickled be- vegetables that subway he likes a, he likes it when a sandwich bites back people that's right that's right ay 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 um and then yeah i guess you you went off how was you said you were going to a dinner yeah was for that? sure my friend lived a few blocks away they were um cook they cooked up some can cannelloni for me you see oh um a couple like different a flavors big, big tube of pasta right yeah the cannelloni is kind of like a a little a little six inch wrap from subway you need to get the six inch wrap it's like that, but if you put the if you put the marinara sauce and the cheese and toast it like over top of it, it's got all the same ingredients basically too. Wow, mm-hmm. amazing! Um, two different kinds. One was uh by what's that? Tootie is that his name? There's like a sh- old 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 timer chef. Uh, he had a, like a spinach ricotta recipe. I can't remember his name. No, uh, but then there was a, a Tootie. What the sandwich artist is doing behind the line in, in secret. <laughs> <laughs> tootie tootie. Um, <laughs> uh, he make of the foodie while he go tootie. Uh, uh, I can't remember. But then there was also a Martha Stewart recipe that was a oh. squash and walnut, and that went stupid crazy, dude. Wow, Stewart's got some hits, dude. Martha, ever since she graced the cover of Sports Sports Illustrated. <laughs> We didn't talk she's been, about that. She's been living in rent, rent free in my head. That's for sure. Dude. What do you think's better, her like um, eighty year old plus cleavage, or her squash cannelloni? <laughs> uh, both are a bit squishy. Hey, <laughs> yeah, both are nice and sweet. I um went to when I was uh, I went for a nice meal at a winery last weekend, and uh, I ordered the squish squash <laughs> from. Uh, it was basically squash that was had a medley of other seasonal vegetables with it. It was mids, but squish squash is the term of choice to describe both Martha's mm-hmm. um, 
Hooters and <laughs> <laughs> and the the squash cannelloni I ate. And also my footlong after my sandwich artist strangles it. They go my footlong gets squished squashed every time the artist goes to cut it in half. Mm-hmm. Every time I order the meatball tie, um, it's squishing and squashing all over the place. Dude, we call that getting sacked. <laughs> <laughs> I might pop a testy trying to eat this fucking sandwich. <laughs> Damn. Joke's Nasty. on you. It already did. And it's hey, in yeah, the yeah. sandwich. Dude, when the whole meatball just like leaves the foot long. <laughs> yeah, dude. When <laughs> when I look down at my sandwich and I've actually Lance Armstronged it, <laughs> it's missing a dude, ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get Eric's real like, choked up about that. I lost my poor meatball. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, fucking, I don't know what that's you're, from, but you don't need the, to see on that top of again. spaghetti, dude. That's the on top of spaghetti lyric. You're not familiar with the bars? Of, no, dude. What I'll, the hell is that? You don't know the. You don't know the, dude. You don't know the lyrics. <laughs> no, this is I'm like, not ready to lock in those lyrics. You've clearly never gone on Spotify and hit play like italian music like italian dinner restaurant music mm. dude i gotta run how, how have you never heard this surely the breadheads are gonna be like this guy's crazy just read that first line for me here read this out loud for the breadheads okay here's here how it goes guys on top of spaghetti all covered with cheese i lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed Achoo! It rolled off the table, it rolled on the floor, and then my poor meatball rolled out of the door. Dude, only an Italian can come up with these bars. Mm-hmm. This is and like if it, Alessi if Alessi made a children's book. That basically, hey, about an on-the-run meatball. An estranged meatball. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, this is like I've never had an experience like this at uh, any type of past restaurant like the meatballs are usually fairly well nested in the noodle much like a, mm. like a baby bird and in their mama's nest but mm. at subway the meatballs are so precariously placed between that bread unless they literally like smack it down <laughs> squishing your foot log entirely to like have like a two-dimensional look that that meatball is it's gonna try to get out it's gonna prison break <laughs> Yeah, just like Harry is going to leave the royal family. Mm-hmm. Harry Meatball. <laughs> Harry Meatball. Uh, ha- <laughs> Harry Meat meet ha- Harry Ball? Wait. Ah, uh, fuck it. Never Harry Meatball. <laughs> I'm not Harry. Harry Ball? <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. Jeez, yeah, dude. I, Avatar is... Uh... It's a bad movie. <laughs> bad movie. Terrible movie. Never watch it. I'm not. I'm not going to watch it. Avatar two will not be gracing these pupils anytime soon. I might never yeah. watch a movie again. To be honest, Eric, I have no need <laughs> for them. <laughs> when was the last time yeah. a movie actually like improved your life? Um. Well, I'll leave that one up to the how original podcast to <laughs> deep dive into. Um, I don't know, Ty. I think. Uh, I think they generally improve my life, you know, you know, it's a nice break from skeptical. Well, it's the same as to me. It's the same as like doing like some hardcore, like transcendental meditation. You know, you just leave Mm. your body for like two hours. That's all. Right. Right. Really transformative. Yeah. Ty. And since you're pursuing a sober king lifestyle, I would recommend (laughs) diving into 
new forms of content as a way to replace alcohol. <laughs> Everyone needs a vice, right? <laughs> exactly. um, I am trying to drink less alcohol. I've been monitoring my beverage intake. It's embarrassingly high weekly, and I don't <laughs> even know how. Um, perhaps I'll reduce it. Perhaps I'll just try to beat my all-time records. Mm-hmm. Have we'll you just tried, see where the week um, goes. Have you tried downloading TikTok? <laughs> That's a great place. <laughs> no, dude. Are you familiar with um, buying time back that, or like the kind of like philosophy around time buyback? Time buyback? Mm-hmm. Um, no. Is this like, like some form of reparations? Kind of. It's like an epic economic concept where if you're going to buy something first like see if you can do the thing yourself and then understand how much time it would take you Mm. and cost and then use that to wait whether or not you should buy that time back of you doing it so that by pursuing the other method so a great example that's very near and dear to our listeners hearts is that you can make a sandwich at home but could you buy that time back by spending twelve dollars at subway how much time do you save First quality of meal that you receive to actually mm. make it worth the time. Um, if you run a business, you might real like send emails every day and realize that you could buy time back by hiring an executive assistant. And the actual time sa- cost savings on your time exceeds the EA salary, which if you make them tippable could be as low as $2 and 13 cents. Yeah. It's like a blowout sale for, for all hands on deck um, just make every solve the labor crisis every all these companies are like in debt and just make every employee out of tippable <laughs> <laughs> yeah no kidding uh that's an interesting concept i that also assumes that your time is valuable to you and that maybe you don't like doing the thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like if you if you're someone who loves making sandwiches like going to subway might be the last thing you want to do because one, you're going to get a worse sandwich and two, mm-hmm. you're not going to get to do the thing you love. Mm-hmm. You're going to actually, it'll actually hurt more because you'll have to watch someone else do the thing you love. When I mm-hmm. bet all you want to do, it's just like that dog and you just wants to put on those plastic gloves and climb behind the sneeze guard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Sometimes, you know, I like to just get those plastic gloves on. I mean, cut mm-hmm. open a nice, 12 inch loaf mm. and you know start slapping some meat down on it that's that's like all i really want to do sometimes and dude yeah i'm gonna have to like pay some kid to do that for me mm-hmm. uh 12 while he's making two of those dollars mm-hmm. like that seems wrong to me yeah you know i mean like wrong. that's crazy. Slave labor where's my money going then are you telling me that's a franchise owner i'm paying this fucking guy who owns the building for what it's crazy I have my own building Dude, you got to just tell that artist, hey, man, take these buckets outside. I'll give you the full $12. <laughs> Let's take this outside. <laughs> Let's take this outside. <laughs> yeah, you might want to be careful how you phrase that. They might um, press the secret button under the cash register. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but like for all the sandwich artists that are now questioning their position at Subway, it's not a terrible idea to like take your skills, buy a bike like our good co- co-host Eric here, um, open a little mobile sandwich counter, do the thing you love, do the thing you're experienced with, but do it without the overhead of the man. You can be your own boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't think the people who work at Subway love making sandwiches. I think what they love doing is making money outside of the hours <laughs> of 6 p.m. Or like from the hours of 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. on weeknights because mm. they're in school <laughs> during the other hours of the day. Or working so, at a different job. Or working at maybe worse job. Who knows? Your job right. would have to be worse for you to pick up a second job at Subway, right? Dude, <laughs> That's how that works. Can't imagine <laughs> what that first gig is. That sucks. <laughs> you're like probably like a drummer or a podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a backup drummer. That sucks, mm-hmm. bro. Um, so, yeah, dude. I don't know. I, I really don't think any sandwich artists are going to stick around after this. That's that's crazy. That's really that really sucks. I feel for that you really guys. sucks. Um, but just I think it's a good time to mention that there are open positions at Think Fresh Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hiring currently for meme creation, mm-hmm. EA, <laughs> EA games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our, we, we need someone to head our games department. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe like it's too bad there's a writer strike right now because. Like, so if any artists want to join our writer's room, that's um, an option too. We had to fire all our writers. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we, this is a scripted podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was, that laugh was scripted. <laughs> so was that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just got to get a laugh track going. Do you have that built in? Not currently. No. I only have this built in. Yo, 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 yo. <laughs> yo, yo. What the fuck is up, stupid motherfuckers? <laughs> Hello, redheads. Uh, hi, hi. It's been a great episode. Um, we got to get the fuck outside. It's it's 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. We got to leave the booth. We got to get outside. Um, I'm going to drink some beer. You're going to drink some water. Mm-hmm. Um and we'll reconvene in the morning and see how that goes (laughs) stay dehydrated king um think fresh everybody Ciao. ciao